morning, you bad, beautiful bitches. On this episode of the Nolibit Podcast, we have an absolute warrior, okay? It's like meeting Gandalf the Great in person, and I am just a young Frodo with a new ring. Whoa, what's up? I'm married. Not a big deal. We'll talk about it later. This guy has brought us guests like Romero from 96.9 and guests like Dane Cook, okay? People in the protein space like Atlas Bar, okay? A beautiful author named Killian. This is Conrad, the last defender. I feel like I'm looking William Wallace in the face right now. If you know? I knew William Wallace, I'd probably smile. Dude. Who is that? <laughs> who is that? I have no idea who William Wallace is. You don't know who William Wallace is? No clue. <gasps> you haven't seen Braveheart? No. Oh, is that Braveheart? Mel Gibson? That's yes. the name of his character. William Wallace. A Scott. He, a true story. Uh, mythology. So let's hear it. Uh, Scotland. Uh, he defended Scotland against all of England. Would later get castrated by the English before screaming out freedom. And then which the king of England died, which then let Scotland be free. That's why Scotland's on its own and not under England. So Braveheart is based on true events. Yeah. Yep. I'm starting to pick up on something here, Kevin. You like that era. Dude, I... Big Lord of the Rings guy, like oh, Braveheart, Game of Thrones. Ma- Game of Thrones. Conrad the Last Defender. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yes. That's, uh, that one, I, we'll, have, we'll show the trailer after... I'll watch it. I'll, we'll watch it at a later date, maybe after this or something like that, without your... Cool. Without you in, in room, we'll get my reaction. But, dude, right. I am so excited to see that. That is... Uh, that is unbelievable. But yeah, you're right, dude. A big uh, – you know, you know honestly why the war stuff? The old uh, – just saw um, Napoleon in theater right here at AMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, big history buff, right? As we get older, aren't we all? Just massive history buffs. And then for me, battle puts my entire life in perspective. Like, like shit could literally be on fire. Like I could get – my truck could explode, get evicted. And as long as like me and like – the eight homies, meaning friends and like close loved ones, Conrad, the last defender, obviously, are good to go. We're good over here, you know? You think you could like willingly get drafted in war today and you'd feel <sighs> confident about your abilities in war? No, that's where it's interesting. I think I like war because it gives me perspective of life. Like I have a hard time complaining throughout the day, you know? Whereas like you're with some other people in line at maybe Starbucks across the road here. And if someone gets like, you know, the wrong milk in their coffee, the day's over. Like, they'll completely spaz out. I think it, like, the chaos of battle almost calms my brain, you know? So you wake up and you just watch war footage. I'm a big Black Hawk Down guy. That was probably the first war movie I ever saw in my life. You ever considered therapy, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot going on upstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Battle's very common, you know? Now, I think you're right. If I was to be in combat, probably horrible in combat. Probably, you know, we... We need some immense training there. I, I got some hours on the range, nothing crazy, you know? I, I kind of feel like, though, most men, when they went to war, realized they were probably unequipped and they just had to rise to the occasion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you find that in your, your professional career currently? Like, like, for me, as creating content, it was a lot like that. Like, you thought you knew what you were doing, and then you'd get to kind of like the, I don't even want to say level, but you'd go up one step. And you start to meet new people and get in new rooms, and you're like, "Oh, I had no idea what I was talking about back there uh, in the in the business space," you know. And Dude, it's I like, "Sorry to cut you off. I don't think anyone knows what they're ever doing." No, I agree. I totally agree, wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, and I think social media is deceiving that way. It can always seem like people are just like dominating life. Yeah. But, I mean, bro, I'm having like the most career momentum I've ever had in my life this year. 
and I still have no clue what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping yeah. it going. I'm sure it's similar for what you're doing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. How do you? We were talking about this a little bit off air, but how do you keep that momentum and how do you face fear? I mean, we were just talking about this, bro. I think it's just part of the game. If you're gonna try to go achieve something in your life and you're you're gonna try to materialize the things on your brain fear is just going to be in your pocket the whole time. Mm, I'm sure yeah. you, I mean, dude, and I've said this a million times and I don't mean to be a showman cause we're on air, but you have done an incredible job of remaining positive. And it's like really amazing, honestly, because I know you're probably scared as fuck all the time, yeah. bro, oh, yeah. but you still put a smile on like you're totally. a real entertainer. Yeah. That's like what a real entertainer does is no matter what it's audience first. I mean, bro, you have to fucking make all your own bread, create your own deals. Yep. I know how hard that is. Bro. Yeah. hundred percent. You're doing a really good job. Dude. Thank you. You hit me with a text that I screenshotted. I will forever save. Forget where I was. I think I was, I want to say I was in Florida. I, I actually think I was in Brickell, Miami. And you and I are like equally as like manic is probably the wrong word, but like equally like a little crazy. Not right word, manic. You know. So this is like this is like uh, I think it's a Thursday night. It's like midnight, and I'm out for a walk. I'm in legitimate workout clothes, going for a walk along the water. Phone dings. It's you, and you hit me with this like paragraph, basically saying exactly that. Like, and it was at a time where I was like, you know. uh, it, it was at a time where, like, it was the appropriate time for a little bit of a pep talk from, like, you know, an, from not, you know, the, the close homies. Like, someone who, like, is seen from afar. And it was, it was such a moment of, like, oh, wow. Like, Conrad, the last defender, is l- legitimately coming to my defense, you know? I admire it, bro. I just think you, like, uh, you know, dude, I, I ran a podcast here for six years and doing exactly what you're doing. And it's so hard to be a successful creative person here yeah it is so fucking hard bro i can't swear here blast the cuss words fuck yeah yeah ding on the fuck <laughs> chart two now ding great yeah um dude what you've done is here is really insane like i i think a lot of people i mean you're becoming like a public figure in boston and you've kind of ingratiated yourself in culture. I don't think anyone else has done here, bro. Like you do shit with the sports teams. You're constantly doing live stuff. You're getting good guests on here. No one has ever done it before. And it takes an incredibly persistent and persevering person to do that. Thank you. So, yes. so I, I mean it. I'm not just gassing you. That up. means the world. No, I know you do. Like, bro, I hustled here for fucking five years. Yeah. I know how hard it is. You, you're doing a really good job. Thank you. That, that, that honestly means the world, especially coming for you to see what you've built from coast to coast. You... When you started here, where were you in your – like did you know, okay, I'm going to – I know this is an interesting take from you that I really admire and it kind of changed how I now operate the show. I used to say, okay, we're going to do the podcast for the, cl- for the short-form clips that it gives us, whether that's an internal pod with, with the wife and the homie or, or whether that's with a guest. You had a take that I had to sit on for a while that I really liked, which was you did a show – and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you did a show to further network with other audiences so that you could really become like a dominant figure from a networking perspective in Boston. I always wanted to make that movie, bro. Yeah. That was my oh, goal. So you knew that from the start? Since 16. That was my dream my whole life was to make the movie here. Wow. And uh, I did not know how to fucking do it, bro. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck are you going to go make a movie in a city where it's never been done before? And like, 
how are you going to materialize something like that? And I always, like you, loved meeting people. Right. And so I figured, all right, maybe if we created some sort of vessel where we could constantly be communicating with new people, we could maybe get the resources to do it. Right. Now, right now I sound poised in the way I'm talking about it. Like it was always planned that way. But bro, I took, I had to run 240 episodes of it. Right. To get the movie off the ground. And this was, how many years ago was this? We started in 2018 and then we released the movie in late 2021. Wow. That's amazing. That's at a time too where podcasting was obviously very much a thing, but it's not like it, everyone and their mother has a podcast now. You know, I wonder it really start like 2000. <sighs> when did Joe Rogan get? That, that's the, that's exactly where my brain went. I was like, okay, I know Rogan's probably been on it since like mid 2000s, but yeah, I, I don't know when he. It was probably I'm assuming like 14, 15, 16. He's starting to get some real traction, like some better cameras, some better mics. Yep. You ever see those early episodes of Rogan? Yeah, the webcam. Yeah, dude, the webcam's way up here. He's got the backwards hat that's down to his eyebrows. You know. He's just jacked as hell. Just yeah, <laughs> it's, you can barely make out who it is. You're like, is that the guy from Fear Factor over there? Is that who that is? It is the guy from fucking. And Fear yes, Factor. it was. He was hilarious on Fear Factor. You ever see him like get that dude in the chokehold? Yes, <laughs> yes. Dude, like, no, buddy. <laughs> He's like, you better watch your attitude on my show, buddy. <laughs> I always thought TV show hosts at that time all, were always like a Ryan Seacrest type of personality. Like they're a personality hire. They don't have legitimate deathly mma skills you know and then boom rogan comes out yeah huge guys talking shit on the show he's like oh really cuts to him <laughs> cutting a bag in half with his foot you know fucking yeah. so like oh that's not ryan seacrest that's crazy it, well. it, and it's interesting um i mean he started his career here yes you know yeah i think he was a taekwondo teacher at bu or something like yep. that yeah i think you're right i think you're right yeah that's uh dude I, I didn't know that about you that you from basically the start had the vision of starting this this movie yep that's insane. And how does one go from you're, you're living in Lexington, you're doing a show out, is it out of your home in Lexington or was that in the city? I don't know if I was living in, so I started like you making comedy content in 2015 at Providence College. Okay. So yep. bro, this is like, I'm, this is movie number three, but this is like year nine, bro. Right. You know, this shit takes time. Yep. And um, I, Started making videos there, and then I also realized at PC, I love to sell shit. I was selling t-shirts. Let's go. And then I started throwing club events there. Yep. So I started building the skills, like, okay, I can make videos, and I can get people in a place. So that's kind of where I started developing the skills, and I was like, all right, how do I kind of create like a, a Boston-centric brand? So 2018 starts. I started throwing shows at the Middle East in Cambridge. Yep. I'm sure you've been there. Very familiar. Let me guess. You saw Sammy Adams there. Or I, I was. You saw, you saw Kai. I, yes. Saw yeah. Kai. In my head, I was like spinning my Family Feud wheel, and I was like, "What artist did I see there?" Yes, Kai. You saw Kai. Yeah. That was that was a legendary Boston show. I've heard. I, I believe. I believe the and Hurley will have to fact check this since he's big in the nightlife space. I believe Middle East has been rebranded two or three times. Okay. From they've had a couple a uh, couple of shooting events there. And they basically like scrub the bullets. They put a new name up, and they're like, "Bringing you from Cambridge, a brand new nightclub that has nothing to do with Ace of Spades, which this was formerly called, where murder took place." And now it's the Middle East. Now it's the Middle East, formerly known as a bit of a war-torn area, but not in Cambridge. It's a beautiful Sauvignon Blanc environment in there. When was the last time you were at the Middle East, dude? It's I am such a fraud. Back to like me not even drinking coffee. I. My extent of not, Hurley knows this. If we're gonna do a club night, I have like two gears. I'm either 
my where I am where I like the most is on the couch, wifey's over here, TV's on, and I'm just on my laptop, just going to town viciously. Whether it's DMing people or putting certain puzzle on your grind, together. on your grind. Yeah, I love that. I look out, you know, to the city. Or if we're gonna have like a night and we're gonna like, like Hurley knows this. The last time, last time I went out to a nightclub was actually with Hurley. And when I say Hurley, for those that are listening and not watching, Hurley's our producer in here. Shout out to Hurley. Shout, Shout out, out to Hurley. Hello. There he is. He's on the mic. Hurley, we got to get you a camera back there. I know. God. Hurley, do you have a nickname? <laughs> Hurley. <laughs> D- DJ Hurley. How about Handsome Hurley? <laughs> oh, double H. You said it on me. I'll I can see the merch it. right now. I'll Shout out that. to Handsome Hurley. <laughs> Hurley can attest to this. I got dragged out to a nightlife event for me, which is very rare. Me, my, me going out is like, I'll go to the bars. And then I will Irish exit around 11.30. Okay. And Hurley brings us out. It's me, my buddy Colin, who's a, normally a co-host on the show here. Uh, the, at the time, the fiance, a couple other buddies. And we go out. We, do, we did the DJ night out. You ever do one of those? You roll with the DJ the whole night? Oh, got it. You were handsome Hurley. <laughs> we were Double H. Okay. Double so H. Double H gets, I didn't know this, basically gets a catered meal at Empire. Damn. No, no menu. You're really- Handsome Hurley, you're that guy. You, you sit at a table, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, girls are coming out, they're serving you drinks you didn't ask for, food is just magically appearing, uh, you eat, and then, and then before you know it, you're in the inner bowels of a nightclub called The Grand, Whoa. and now you're like, how, how did we get from Empire, was there a tunnel, where did we go to, how do we, and boom, you're in an elevator, and then it opens up, and all of a sudden, you're behind the DJ booth with Handsome Hurley. <laughs> You know, with a stomach full of calamari. Oh, oh my God! I got, I got, yeah, spicy hot tuna in here, nice. and other, yeah, calamari, and Sounds just. Like a blast. I can barely see straight because we're <laughs> drinking so heavily, and I'm like, what that? And we, st- I think we closed it out. I'm pretty sure we, uh, we closed it out over there, Hurley. That was, uh, that was probably when was that, Hurley? Um, maybe the it's, summer. I think so. It's been a minute. It's been a minute for the club. So yeah, sounds like we got to do it guy. again. Not a big club guy. We got. I, if we do the club, I am very much a uh, like. Let's get. Let's let's get like our own little area. You know, I don't want to do like. This is gonna sound like very like prima donna. But I don't want to do like GA. You know. Yeah. I'm, you want to be that guy. I want to have a little elbow space. Yeah. You, you know? want to be big Kevin Cooney. Uh, no, no, no. I knew. I knew you were gonna take it. I, I, I Handsome little, Hurley, I, Kevin Cooney. I need a little dancing space. You know. I hear you. A big, big left and right guy on the dance floor. We, we got to get you in the snake pit, man. I, dude. Okay, that's one thing I want to ask you. So before you bring it up, can I say something? Please, please. To my evil twin over here. Yes. Shout out to this man. He just got married. Come yes. On, thank you. Just got married. Kiss the ring. <laughs> Scary stuff. Full you grown know? man. It's the craziest. Life event, some say, you know, but how was it sick? It was awesome, nice, it was great. It was one of those, uh, and, and wait, didn't you, didn't you just in like the Caribbean or something? Yes, we were in St. Martin, Man, you're living that life, yeah. bro. That's serious. <laughs> we did a little mini moon before the holidays sick. in St. Martin, nice, uh, French side or Dutch side, uh, Dutch side, nice, yeah. Have you been clearly? I have not, only in my dreams. Oh, okay, it was a good time. You know, in French and Dutch, it's very good. Normally, you say St. Martin, people are like. Where is that? St. Martin or St. Martin? See? Yeah, see. See? Evil twins. Evil, Evil yeah. Twins. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it, this is, it's our first time meeting in real life, but we have met, our souls have met in the night sky many a times. You we, know? Met, we met in the medieval era at some point. Oh, see. Okay. Actually, I wanted to start the show with this, and I'm so pissed. I'll spoil it. I have a gift for you. It's being engraved, and I was, I was, I don't normally yell, but I was getting a little toxic with the, someone on the phone because I wanted to hear. I have, 
Ready for this? Oh, I'm so pissed that it's not here. You're Conrad the Great in my mind. It's yeah. like, for those that don't know Conrad the Great, it's like meeting Gandalf the Great in person. Okay. And I am just a very, very thankful Frodo for our, our road we went on and we'll continue to go on. I have, I believe it's 30 pounds. I have a 30-pound sword. <laughs> Nice. And I'm so pissed. I was like, I am getting married, and then I'm going to be away, and I need this thing to my place before Saturday. And they're like, well, a couple of our employees around. Like, you are asking us to engrave a fucking weapon and then bring it to you without you signing. Anyway, whole mess, but I will get it to you. I have a sword, a legitimate sword. Like, not not, not plastic, like a, like a fucking... Picture a... As deadly as a katana, but it looks like, oh, you got to watch Braveheart, but it looks like something Braveheart. This thing's going to just do one of these motions with it. And I believe it comes in, uh, I believe it's a either sheep or some sort of wool skinning that it's in. I was going to have it sitting here. Imagine just seeing like a dead carcass. Wait, can we slow down for one second? Yeah. <laughs> so, so just to clarify, so you, you purchased me a sword? I did. I did. That- Kevin, that is incredibly nice. Thing, I, I was coming into this. I was like, "That's like the nicest thing ever." I'm like, "Cry, <laughs> dude, wait, what the fuck?" I believe me. I had I'm breaking down over here, handsome Hurley. <laughs> Let's go. I don't deserve you guys, man. Uh, <laughs> I was so. I go, all right. Don't even tell him about it. And then I was like, he'll be back in Boston at some point. We'll we'll do some sort of unveiling. And then I was like, all right, or you ship it. And a lot of a lot of a lot of finicky uh, laws with shipping items like that. Weapons, you know, a little risky. What's the deal? They're yeah. like, all right, uh, <laughs> so we'll figure it out. But yes, you're. Wait till you see this thing. Thank you, man. It's because uh, I I saw the from a f- same. Wait, so where? Yeah, where did you catch like eye contact with the sword? Where did this happen? Where did I find it? Did you go on Amazon and just say I'm going to get this guy a sword? This or? is. I actually have a. I have a. Um, a uh, little bit of the tism, if you will, for giving people weird and unique gifts. So I met this company. Shout out um, Enzo's Engraving. They're the one that tipped me off where I can find such a sword. I really went on a uh, a quest, if you will. Bit of a quest. Quest, got it. So I got some Christmas gifts for family <laughs> that were uh, unique-looking trophies that are engraved. And then I was like, oh, I got this buddy that's coming into town. Like, do you guys engrave swords? And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We do it all the time. And I go... Second question, the more important question, where does one acquire such an asset? And uh, there are many places. It's in uh, a land in New Hampshire, you know, where you can purchase swords. Dude, thank you so much. And uh, yeah. It's mad nice of you, bro. Shooters, maybe we'll clip this instead of Shooters Outpost, Hooks at New Hampshire, they... They, they, I believe they have live hand grenades. I'm pretty sure you can get yeah, access Have you ever there. been in one of those weapon stores before? I kid you not. Shooter's Outpost in New Hampshire is – it looks like a ski lodge. Oh, so you walked into the store or you just called them? Oh, no. I walked in. I'm from the forest originally. I got to be honest. I feel like you're really making a pitch to get in the Conrad sequel right now. Oh. <laughs> I told you. I might – dude, like I would like to bring the movie back here, get the full budget, produce the full thing here. And there's going to be a war scene, and I am going to cast someone to get their head sliced off. So that might be you. Ken. Might be me. That might with be you. your sword. We yeah, we could get the legendary gifted Conrad sword in there to, to guillotine you, man. Okay, I'm in. I feel like you're excited. about I'm that. very excited about this. Yes, we'll give you some lines, man. Yeah, you're talking to a guy that I believe had uh, was going to do the voiceover of a dragon. I believe I did audition for Dragon Number Three. You did. I heard it. I thought you did an immaculate job. Yeah. Not not quite good enough to get dragon number three, which is fine. It's neither 
it's either here nor there, you know. Well, but un- unfortunately, we didn't have the budget to do <laughs> Dragon Number Three. So, <laughs> right, right. if there was a budget, I would have considered it. For yeah, sure. yes, yes. But yes, I will get you. We'll we'll do some sort of ceremonial gifting of the sword. Thank you very much. But dude. I am so. Oh man, I was like when it, when I got back to my apartment and I saw that it wasn't there, I was like, oh, okay. So UPS workers out there, like. Mm, this glowing sword. Someone's playing with that sword right now. Oh, man. Cutting open, splitting packages in half. We should beat their ass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll get that to you soon. Can I give you a gift? Please. Please. Now, Handsome Hurley, you, I think you got the... Did you get the shirt last night with the dragon on it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Which, which shirt? Did you get a shirt last night? Yeah. Was Actually, it, yeah, no, it did. Was it this one? Because there's nothing more egotistical than putting your own face on a shirt. Oh. <laughs> this was not my choice. This was not my choice. Let's go. But anyway, Kev, oh I, I got you and Wifey a, a Conrad signature exclusive shirt. A large is fine? Large is great. All right, I got a large for you, and can, your Wifey can wear a medium? That's perfect. Wife, I might have to toss this Wifey, if you see this, wow. congratulations. Boom. Let's go. Look at you, earning Conrad, brownie the last points. defender. A Boston Dude. movie. Wow. This is this. No, oh, dude, wait. Did you meet Austin Boyd? Yeah, that's who we didn't talk about. Uh, yes, Austin did all the gear. No way. Shout out to Austin. Oh, Austin's God. the man, bro. Dude, thank you so. That's another guest. Thank you so Wifey much. Wifey for you, medium. Oh, what a guy, dude. Austin is the shit. The the man, bro. Oh my God, he's a legend. The man. What a legend, dude. You guys did a virtual podcast. We did a. I yes, it's funny. I just if we when we connect when you connected us. I just, I was like three days getting back from Vegas. We were at an event in Vegas and I was like, oh, I was just there right near him, oddly enough, right where his, uh, his whole warehouse is. Nice. And, uh, so yeah, we'll have to set something up, you know, to the man. Yeah. At the, one of the nicest humans on earth, you know, I think I got to put this on. This is while, while I put this on, I have a gift for you. Let's go. It's hot in here. So you don't have to put this on, but we no, have a, I'm tossing on. If you're putting mine on, I'll we have a on. no limits hoodie for you. Good sir. You know, on the battlefield. Happy to be on the No Limits podcast. Let's go. With my, with my evil twin and handsome Hurley. This is a bit of a jersey swap here. Let's do it. Wow, we could do the show just. These are nice. Where do you get these done? Uh, downright merch in Methuen. Okay, they're the competitor. They are the competitor. I know. I'm on Team Austin. Yeah, I know. We might have to switch to Team Team Austin was DMing me, and I was like, okay, we got to get, get going with this. Oh, this is fire, though. They do, they do good stuff. He does all this stuff for. Uh, like Meg the Stallion, Death Row Records. This guy uh, Methuen does? Methuen, yeah. Nice. Uh, Damn, you're looking jacked in that, bro. Dude, this is the largest. Look at those, look at those biceps. <laughs> Bobby biceps. <laughs> Let's, over there. Get Let's get it. Dude, what a guy. Okay, actually, this brings me back to uh, I have two questions for you. I want to go Snake Pit, but before we go Snake Pit, dude, you sent me. I still have, you know, every dude has a t shirt drawer. Mm-hmm. You sent me a t shirt. Back in the day, dude. Brother. I wore that. I lived in that thing. What happened to it? I still have it. It's a bit of a belly shirt now. I've washed it eight trillion times. But it shrunk up, dude. It was, oh, it was amazing. Blue, blue shirt, gold writing. Biceps are popping, right? Yep. <sighs> yep. That's yeah, That is one thing people know this in the merch game. T-shirts very difficult to find form-fitting T-shirts. Indeed. I'll get something that looks like I'm in like little league. You know, mm-hmm. and the, if the sleeves are, I can fit another another arm in there. I can fit my thigh in there. You know, but these are great. Look at that! Wow, and with your face. I know. Again, I feel a little weird. About no, this. I like it. <laughs> I I am a. They talk, insisted we do that. Talk about branding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that meeting. Put my face on your stomach, <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they absolutely insisted. 
zooms into the meeting. Goddard's like, I will, we will not do merch without my face on it. That's exactly what happened. I'm already a Hollywood prima donna. Yeah, see, there we go. The snake pit has gotten a hold of me, brethren. D- talk to me about where the one, I see these snake pit events, which I have to get out to LA to attend. Yeah, when are you coming out? I, dude, I will. We need to, your next, when's your next event? January 11th or 12th or 13th. Maybe, maybe we fly Handsome out. Handsome what do you think? Hey, say LA, I'm there. There we go. You guys should come out for sure. Uh, we little, we would love that. You guys would fucking love it, bro. For a week, you would love it. I, you would be uh, trying to find the polite way of saying you'd be popping my LA cherry. Never been. <sighs> You've never been to the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, brethren. It's an unforgiving Big sick spider just place. comes out. And fucking, yeah. Never been. You can feel the evil when you show <laughs> up. You Conrad now resides in LA, which is the city of sin, mm-hmm. not Lynn, Massachusetts, but Los Angeles. So a real snake pit. Do was it difficult to sell your soul? Have you ever been approached to sell your soul out there? I always this? wanted to sell my soul. <laughs> I'm meant, I'm meant for the snake pit. I could see it in your eyes. You're, you have those low set eyes that are. Uh... Now you know. First off, the snake pit. I've given out a lot of nicknames in my life. Snake pit's a classic nickname. It fucking <laughs> is great, and I'm glad we've stuck with it. Uh, dude, I had this preconceived notion. I think most people do. You go to L.A. and everyone there is going to like backstab you and like everything's yeah. super cutthroat. Yeah, it's really not like that. Not the case. It's there are a handful of people who are full of shit. Yep. But it's a really tiny percent. And you guys being from here could tell right away, like that person's full of shit. I've been played out there like once or twice. Yep. But that's normal. You'd get that in Boston too. hundred percent. Hollywood is a, is a really tiny portion of Los Angeles. Gotcha. Yeah. Puny. It's like, the seaport to the rest of Boston. Mm, That's what it okay. is. And, yep. and when you say Hollywood, you're just referring to the entertainment industry in general. Right. But no one actually lives in Hollywood. Right. Um, so, again, it's really not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, again, you guys would go out and you'd be like, okay, I don't think I'd hang out with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can tell out of the yeah, gate. Yeah. For sure. It's the, uh, it's the Lamborghini driving, crypto selling. You get a little of that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Right. And where is it? I noticed, I believe it's the Sky Lounge, if I'm referring Sky to Sky Bar. Sky Bar. And this is a set location. Every Snake Pit event is at the Sky Bar. We've bounced around a bunch. I like the Sky Bar because it's really in the mix, right? Yep. Like, have you guys heard of Sunset Boulevard? Oh, yeah. So we do our events on the Strip, Oh, which is sick. Right. Like, I believe uh, Oppenheimer's office is there selling Sunset's real estate office. Isn't that on uh, Sunset Boulevard? Indeed it is, Kevin. <laughs> You I've like been. To, I feel like I've been to Hollywood. You okay? like that show? Uh, you know, it's uh. Okay. Once I found out they weren't agents, I was like, mm. I've actually never seen it. Now the suits seem fucked up. Got it. You know, I've actually never seen it, but you're the first male I've known who's watched it. <laughs> oh no, guys! Uh, guys watch it all the time. It's yeah. uh, no, it's a pretty manly. Sh- did I? I did I say Silent <laughs> Sunset? I, you meant Sopranos. I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Is it their office on uh? Anywho, back to the snake pit. <laughs> Dude, Ella, you guys would like it out there. Uh, yes. All my events are in West Hollywood now. I like being out there. You feel like you're in the game out there. Yeah. You feel like you're playing the big game. Right. Which you feed off the environment. 
just like you and hustling in Boston, I'm sure you feed off the environment. hundred percent. But you guys would go out there. You'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I think some of my bigger goals and bigger ambitions are possible. Mm. Did you find you moving from East coast to West coast that your, whatever your dreams were here in Boston, once you got to the West coast, you were like, Oh, I'm small thinking compared to, you know, these other players that I'm now in the circle of who can kind of amplify your dreams. Your exposure to money out there is way different than here. Mm. People out there are rich as hell, bro. Right. And they do not hide it. So I was never money-driven when I was in Boston. I was always goal-driven. Right. But I got out there. I was like, wait, this dude's making a bag. I could definitely make a fucking bag. Right. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, There's something about seeing it, too. Like when you can see it. For sure. You're like, oh, this is very... It's right in front of my face. This is tangible. Well, you'll see wealth out there. That I mean, obviously, this is Boston. Like, you right. know, go to fucking Weston or Sudbury, whatever. You're going to see rich people. But out there, you're just exposed to a different level of wealth. Right. And a lot of people are wealthy. And so that was new to me. I, Dude, my goal my whole life has been the movie in Boston and then produce a Marvel movie and be in a Marvel movie. <sighs> so I couldn't. I didn't really feel like it was achievable until I got out there. Right. Now that I'm out there, I'm like, yo, I can fucking do this. Yeah. 100% I can do this shit. Where are you in the – so you just wrapped up Conrad the Last Defender. Indeed. And I saw – the cool thing about your – what I really like about your content – great follow, by the way, because you get the behind the scenes of – he'll bring you into his meetings. Like he'll be on a Zoom, but then he's also doing an Instagram story. And he's showing who's on camera and they're showing like, you, you know what I really, really like to your point earlier, social media is a game of everyone's put together, everyone's living the dream. You'll show like day six looking for a site. Uh, whoever's on Zoom is like clearly pissed off at me because I'm pushing the limits of our, of our budget and our time frame. Yeah. You know, but we're going to go out there to the mountains and find a sit. Like that is just like sure. seeing those legitimate headaches makes, at least when this, I can't wait till I sit down to see the movie. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is when he, he went to like eight other sites, couldn't find it. They were hot as hell in the mountains, you know. We've actually – we're creating, and it's almost done, a documentary about the movie getting made. <sighs> and so there's – and that's I actually think is going to be the more important piece of content than the film itself. Yeah. Because, dude, I've tried to be super fucking honest about it, this shit. Like, right. It not many people get to go out to Hollywood and try to make a movie, right? And everyone's like, "How the fuck does it happen? What is it like, dude?" It's been brutal. So like, I've tried to actually document all that shit. Like, bro, I've been broke out there twice, right? You know, fell on my face like, twice, like went to zero, totally zero. Wow, twice in LA. <sighs> yeah, going for it, bro. Dude, for I real. fucking love that. Going for it for real, bro. Holy shit! Two months, I I didn't think I was gonna make rent. Because um, you were putting every every dollar. every dollar I make has gone back into back, in the, back into me the events everything, yep. um, and that's the one deceiving thing about social media is I look like I'm the fucking man, bro. I'm like throwing events in West Hollywood, yep. and like hundreds of people are showing up, and people are coming to the events, right? And they have no idea what the back end is. Yeah, right. You know, and I actually think that honesty goes a long way there because people are so used to like hyping their story up, totally. And it, I think it's refreshing for a lot of people, but. Bro, it's been hard as fuck, yeah. man. Yep. It's been hard. And then you know, you do social media. Bro. 100%. Dude, you're, it's, in, it's inspiring to me because now I'm, as, as I'm sitting here with you, I'm literally rethinking my own content. And I'm like, ooh, we could show the like, like it'd be interesting. So I, uh, I was reading um, uh, $100 million leads. 
It's this book. Hormozy. Alex Hormozy. The man. And he's got, what I really liked about it is he's got screenshots in the book of where his bank accounts were at certain times of his life. You could see the money coming in, money coming out. You could see what his business was doing month over month, how it went from like negative 150,000, negative 100, negative 50. Oh, we just made 10 grand. Scaling all the way up to, you know, they do like 14 million now a month on, on some of their things. And back to like, if I can see it and it's tangible, I'm like, oh, we can do it. And there's something to that, that that honesty portion you were just saying is very, um, it's very enticing almost. Like it's, I, like I almost feel like closer to the more honest conversations people have, I feel closer to, you mm-hmm. know? And to your point, outside looking in, I'm like, this guy's throwing snake pit parties left and right. There's a lady with her boobs out getting painted as a dragon. That That's fire. pretty sick. That was fire. You know, like, yeah, that was he, fire. And then like your ability to make speeches that like, I don't know if you plan them ahead of time, but they seem so like off the cuff, but they're powerful and moving and you're giving like an insider's take on like what's really happening. Yep. It's so fucking refreshing to see that side of it, especially where you live, like especially you being on the West Coast, Thank you know, you. that's uh, you almost have the mindset of like a like a hard working like lobsterman in Maine who's Thank like, you. yeah, gas is high, you know, I'm just trying to pay the men and, you know, we caught a couple pounds and, like it's very refreshing to see. I- I'm going to bring that up to the next girl I talked to. Yeah. I'm going to say some guy said I, he reminds me of a lobsterman. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? There's. Could crush. I'll, Could yeah, play. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's um I, I do I've thought this for a long time that actually documenting the process and being honest about the process, trying to go achieve huge goals in your life is actually more beneficial than achieving the goal itself. Because mm-hmm. ultimately I am gonna get there. Right. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but I am. I am gonna get this movie made. I am gonna premiere it in a castle in the Hollywood Hills. And that whole journey is documented driving from Boston to LA. And ultimately, the movie's going to be fire. I promise you that. But if people can actually use all that content as like a fucking Bible to do some shit on their own, mm. that is way more valuable. Bro. 100%. Yeah. Because I, I didn't have that. Right. I mean, who do you – like who is your mentor? Right. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Totally. That's the way I feel. What was the scariest part when you're at zero twice mm-hmm. and you're looking rent in the face coming in the next few months – you know, the next few days – that, what was like the what were some of the scariest moments? Did you ever get like, like, like almost panicky? Yeah, bro. like you're drowning and you're like, oh fuck, like, hundred percent. It's the twenty eighth of the month and rent is due on the first. You know, hundred percent. It when it comes to fear, it's always a bigger deal in your head than it is in real life. Mm. And I have just it's helped me. Maybe it's super irresponsible way to think, but I'm like, things will always figure themselves out, right. no matter what. Totally. And if you never quit, it kind of always materializes. Yeah. You have this very subtle David Goggins brain on you. Thank you. Like, even when you said, when you said... Uh, you know I ran 100 miles, right, Kevin? Did you? I did, yeah. Are you fucking with me? I ran 100. No way. I did. How is this just coming out now? Well, because I almost died, so... You I, ran 100 miles? Yeah, I'll show you. Holy shit. Talk to me about the mental demons of getting, getting through... Was it 100 miles 100. in what amount of time? It took me 31 hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Holy shit. So walk me through that. What's the, what's the I, thought I, process? I got to be there? honest. Just meeting you, I think you could get really into ultras. Mm. I mean it, bro. I know. that's Because you like to push the limits and test that. Yes. Whew. Maybe. Have you ever ran a marathon yet? No. Oh, do that first. Yeah. 
I'm not even a big runner, but this I, is... I wasn't either, bro. We're not built like runners. Right. No. We're, we're over six feet and hot as hell. <laughs> we shouldn't be doing all that. That's crazy. That, that's the clip right there. That's the teaser. <laughs> yeah, please. Before this episode starts. Way too hot. To that needs to be that. on merch. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, hold... You know what we should do? Let's hear it. This would be crazy. Maybe we... Maybe I'll start with a marathon to work my way up. I'll write you the plan. But yeah, but maybe we do some sort of... Maybe we do some sort of ultra together. Yep. We'll do all the fundraising together. Sure. All the promotional stuff. And we go tandem, you know, hand in hand through the mountains of Phoenix, you know, or, I, or I, name the destination Mordor. I have a better idea for you. <sighs> Lay it on me. When I was trying to raise money for the movie, I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting to running. What type of like stunt could I do that would get people fired up? Bro, what about a run from Boston over the Bourne Bridge? <sighs> I think it's 66 miles. Hurley, are you, are you on a computer back there? Are you able to check that? Yeah, I can check. One sec. Here we go. Dude, that would be... People here would be pumped about that, right? That would be sick. But Like, run from Boston to the Cape. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like 60. 60. 60. Do, so, do some sort of stunt like that. Right. And my, and my idea was, okay, it's 60, right? We, we give them a certain set of time saying, like, if we hit the 60 in 20 hours, you guys got to give us 50K. Mm. If we don't get this in 20 hours, we got to pay you 50K. Right. And they get a bunch of cameras on us. Then there's skin in the game. And people are like, oh, fuck. If right. they get the 60 miles, they're fucked. That's, I like that. Ooh. Yeah, bro. Now my brain's juicing. Now I'm like, oh. I'm imagining, like, the drone footage as we're crossing the bridge going into the Cape. We got, we got CNBC there. People are fired up. They're like, what are these guys doing? We, you and I are looking at each other like, we don't even know what we're yeah. doing. Our <laughs> knees are breaking. Our feet are breaking. We both have Conrad's uh, face on. We're, we're both just, like, damn, we should get some real jobs. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PwC hiring shit. You're carrying the sword the whole way. Exactly. <laughs> just, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're both I'm wearing firing. armor. Yeah. <laughs> flaming bow and arrows. I'm firing into the crowd. Dude, They're you, loving you, it. You should do a marathon. Yeah, that's – ooh, see, this is – now we're talking. Now this is – this good marketing right there. See, big marketing brain on you. This is, this is what you studied in school in uh, – I did. I was, a, I was the second worst student in my class. Though. Really? Wasn't much of a student. I couldn't imagine you being a great a student. Horrible student. I can barely read. Nice. Like not even like I, – I, Full-blown dyslexic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like I can, I can give a speech if you're like, yeah, give it like – Here's here's an auditorium. Go out there and like talk your shit. I'm sure. But if you're like read, read this pamphlet word for word to the crowd, I'd be like, I'll I'll get through it. But it'd be like the duck ran on the lake. You know, it's just an you're, absolute you're full blown special education. Oh, IEP through the roof. You know, just yeah, school and then d- I, d- double time on the SATs. You had that too. Oh, uh, double time. Me too. All, oh, really? Here Were you we prescribed go. to any stimulants? I wasn't. I really wish I got into the game of stimmies. But... No, you don't, brethren. Yeah. <laughs> God bless your soul, brethren. <laughs> this is my stimmies right here. A little, little Celsius, little celly action. Nah, that, this is all I got. The uh, Celsius for... is hidden. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Dude, full full everything. Full, uh, uh, gotta love when the teacher's like, yeah, no, uh, this exam will uh, have no word bank. And it's clearly a one-page test. And then mine has two pages because the second page is the word bank, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the even better, all right, class, uh, let's put everything away here. Let's take the test. Teacher comes in trying to be all nonchalant to take me out to a smaller room to take the exam. Okay. Coffee in hand, keychains clanging away. Kevin, can I, just, can I get you Kevin over here? Everyone's looking up. My face is cherry red. 
Oh yeah, not not the best student, you know. But I could imagine at a young age you were like, you know what? I'm, I'm special. Oh, I quickly made an IEP very cool. You know, I'm sure people were like, huh. What's this all Were about? you like class clown type? Uh, very much so. Yep. Yeah. Me and like my like gaggle of friends were like very much class clown S, you know? Got it. And uh, yeah, it became like, you know what's interesting though? This is like my superpower in school. And I think it is my superpower now in life. I was friends, good friends with, uh, I played football, so I had like the jock crowd. Nice. But then I had really close friends that pl- dudes and girls that played like the clarinet in the band. Nice. And then I even had a couple buddies that were like the drama theater kids. Got it. And I could quickly jump back. Like at lunch, dude, I would sit at my sit at my little jock table, take a bite of my apple, and then I'd run over to like the band, mm-hmm. and I'd sit at their table and hang out, chop it up, share some laughs. Got it. And I was like, all right, who, where's the theater? Oh, there's the theater. The guy doing Shakespeare, drinking milk over there. Let me go talk to him. Got it. And uh, I quickly was – I was never like pinned, pinned down to like, oh – you know jocks can't talk to theater or band like mm-hmm. i was good friends with like good good friends not even like you know me coming up trying to like sell them some fucking monat shit you know mm-hmm. you ever one of those dms no they're like hey girly i have all these makeup and creams and serums for you join my team kind of like cutco boom yep you're familiar very do you ever sell cutco no god no okay i i, I was saying i never this. even thought about it <laughs> did you I, no, I didn't, but there was a time where I was Cuckoo's like, these guys look knives? like they're making a lot of money. Yeah. It's MLM. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always, hot take on uh, Monat and all that stuff, just do OnlyFans, you know? If you're going to sell yourself, just just do OnlyFans, you know? Save us the DMs of trying to out. I always think if your business plan relies on you signing up, mom and dad and your friends, it's probably a bad business plan, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if it, when they're, I got a buddy of mine that, Brought me to one of those meetings. It wasn't Monat. It was like whatever the dude equivalent one was. I actually was. don't know Monat. I've never seen it. It's, like a, it's mostly girls. It's like a makeup one. We're going to get so many chicks in my DMs that are like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. You know, oh, I'm right. a girl boss. You're getting those consistently? I don't now, but once they see this, this hit piece on Monat. Got it. It's going to be blood in the water. But, uh, yeah, no, never, uh, never got into that. You know, just never. Uh, I don't know. I, I had a buddy bring me one of those meetings. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, it's like the scene from The Office when he's like, no, 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 it's not a pyramid scheme. It's like, it's just this one guy yeah, needs yeah, to sell yeah, to his yeah. three friends, and three friends sell to six friends, and then it's like, clearly makes a pyramid. <laughs> like, he's like, well, what are shapes even? You know, that could have been any shape. <laughs> What's next in the land of you and movies? You're the new Conrad, the last offender, is, it's, it's wrapped. That's it's a wrap. wrapped shooting. Wrapped shooting. What happens now? I believe we have four to five weeks left of post-production. Oh, wow. Okay. That's like the editing, yes. refining. And because it's a heavily VFX project, it takes a long time. Mm. Um, so four to five weeks. Then my goal is I want to have a huge LA premiere. I don't think that's going to be much of a problem for us. I just need to go get one investor, essentially. Yep. As I was saying, I'm offering... Equity yep, in the project. There we go. <laughs> Big buzzword. Well, we, we own the whole project because yeah. we crowdfunded the whole thing. So huge LA premiere. I want to do it in a castle in the Hollywood Hills. I just think that would be sick. Go yes. see a dragon movie up in a castle. Yes, no brainer. So that is the goal. And then if I can raise enough money, I was telling Handsome Hurley in the crowd last night, I would like to also do a massive Boston premiere. Yes. Be we, dope. We will be a- I didn't know there was a new AMC right over here. Yeah. Is it nice? Gorgeous. That's where we saw uh, Napoleon not too long ago, like two weeks ago. 
It's we did the Tremont Street last one. Maybe this one. Dude, this one. I walked in. I've been to the that one. Mm-hmm. The old that one's great too. This one's gorgeous. Post party maybe here at one of these big night venues. Yes. Okay, I'm with yep. it. Studio B right upstairs. I'm with it. You know what we do? We've been teasing this idea here. Harley and I are trying to figure out a way to make it come to life. Imagine Studio B right upstairs mm-hmm. uh, where the DJ is. There's a big screen behind the DJ. We're doing a live show right here, right now. That place is packed out of all your fans for the movie. And almost like a Jimmy Fallon, when we wrap the interview, I flip up the movie cover as you make your way. You don't have to go outside. You can work. There's hallways here that sneak around to Studio B. Okay. You sneak around. And then boom, I'm, I'm screen is still there, and as you're, I get the like, uh, Conrad's in in position, ready to go. I'm Fire! Like, and ladies and gentlemen, live from Studio B, it's Conrad, the last, and boom, you pop out on stage. I'd want you to enjoy yourself at the premiere, but I would also definitely try to get you to do like the red carpet interviewing. Oh, you'd be fire at that, bro! Have you done that before? I I did it once, and so I worked. I partnered with the MLB all last season. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And we did All Star Week in Seattle. Nice. And I did exactly that red carpet interview. You love it. I fucking loved it. Because you're like really in the game. When you yeah, know. dude. Yeah. I just like, and it's funny. They gave me a script. They gave me uh, questions rather. Here's the questions you should ask. And then the lady that met me, she was like, "You know what? Just just do uh just just do whatever questions you want to do." Like she saw the she saw like a couple go with is that me? Oh, it is. Uh, she saw a couple go, couple questions go, and it was like, mm, "Yeah, just do your thing." And then once I could do my thing and say whatever like came to mind. You know, walk me through the alpha choice was a hot one. You know, gets gets the players loose. I don't know why you'd know this, but I went to Turkey, and my one of my closest friends in Boston before we both moved was a guy named Mike Rosa. You might have some sort of crossover with him. He went to UNH. Anyway, he's a big fitness YouTuber. Yeah. He got a hair transplant sponsored oh, for wow. himself in Turkey. So I went to Istanbul with him, and uh, they treated him like fucking Brad Pitt. Just, really? Just a fitness influencer. Dude, people love American content creators. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel a little bit of that. Totally. Online, right? Totally. That's awesome. The first time I ever got it out of the U.S., we were in London. This was also, this was, uh, they do, MLB does two games overseas, which is in London. Okay. And I'm, I'm walking around, and uh, <laughs> I thought this guy was trying to fight. He was like, oh, look at this bloke. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy saying? And he was like, I love your shit, man. He's like, Cooney, right? And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, it was just a cool, like. We're just walking. We're outside like Big Ben walking around town. You know? Fire. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, damn, I'm really that guy. I was like, this. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how, what, how often do you get stopped in Boston? Frequent? Uh, fairly frequent. It's funny. Back to like the nightlife stuff. The later I stay out, the more it happens. Yeah, people our age. Yeah. People yeah. our age. Now they now there's no like, uh, there's no, um, they got a little bit of a buzz on so the, what maybe there would have been a little more reserved yeah now they're like coming up screaming all the buzzwords you you must love that though it's awesome it's it's a, dude it's a blast i and then I'll, you know what i do get is like if we travel and then i go back somewhere i'll go back home and i'll look at my dms and i'll get someone to be like oh just saw you at the airport like i want to say what's i didn't want to bother but and i'm always like come on up like we're i'm never that guy that's like too cool for school back to like being friends with the band and the drama mm-hmm. and the jocks like Come on up, you know. Say what's up. Yeah, we were even we were coming back from uh, St. Martin. And we got to go through customs. Yep. And I got we have maybe an hour to get through customs and get to our connecting flight. Mm-hmm. And we get to customs, and the, it's no joke. Probably five, maybe six hundred people in wow. customs. We're in the Atlanta airport. I'm looking at wifey, and I'm like, Oof. I was like, we might be sleeping in Atlanta. So this is literally last night, and uh, we finally get through. Took no joke, forty-five minutes. So now we have fifteen minutes. We got to go to baggage claim, get our bags, 
go back up to security, recheck the bags, and then go to our terminal. Uh, lady comes up to me, like younger girl, uh, gives, wants a selfie, gives the phone. Now the selfie's not working, gives the phone to mom. Mom's having trouble with the camera. And we have like 15 minutes. You almost missed your flight. Yeah, and we're still like, I'm like, all right, if we miss it, we miss it. Like, I'm never going to be the guy that's like, oh, sorry, I can't. Like, yeah. You know, that'll never. And you made the flight. Made the flight. Good to go. I'm trying to think for you, what other Boston like stops have you not done? Like, what's next on the Boston checklist for you? <sighs> I think, kind of like what we were talking about off camera, like, there's, that's why I have so much respect for you doing all the live stuff. There's an element of like the live shows I'd like to get into more, you know, mm-hmm. and but trying to navigate that, like what you know, because uh, you're right, we we Boston is more like a town, like it's a really tight knit group, and I'm sure her, uh, handsome Hurley back there can attest to this, like especially in like the nightlife space, like you see the same faces kind of mm-hmm. out and about, and everyone knows each other, and uh, we've done a lot of the. St- stops like we did a no limits podcast on the field at fenway fire you know like we flipped the coin for monday night football at gillette you know like the big ticket items have been like done i know i'm trying to think what's left and it's yeah it, you, got, you got her on the boston marathon i know that's that's probably one of them part of me's like if i don't know if i'd ever move but if i did like i'm curious your take on this when you went from here to la like out here you get so much exposure because there's so few players so like from a branding standpoint you know, the brands that are like, okay, we want to work with an East Coaster in New England. Like, there's really like a dozen, maybe two dozen people to even choose from. Uh, whereas you go to LA, it'd be like a dozen, two dozen within like a square mile radius, you know. What do you mean, like to collab with? To like, yeah, when a, like whether it's Bounty Paper Towels Got it. or, you know, it's, it's Selly or so, like whoever the brand is, when they're picking, they have so many to pick from out in LA. Whereas here, it's like pretty. F- pretty far and wide to find like the next creator you yep. know um do you almost feel like la is a little like oversaturated in 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 the space i'm in in like the influencer marketing space because it seems like everyone out there is like not at all really yeah no i think you'd fucking kill it yeah i i'm almost like i'm almost when i visit when we go to visit you out there i'm almost petrified i'm gonna love it so much and I'll you, like, you're gonna like the game but dude like i I don't know a whole lot of people that are doing what you're doing out there. A lot of models mm-hmm. and yeah. skits, like you, a lot of people yeah. like that, but not a whole lot of like creating a real public image and public brand through social. And yeah, I think you would like really like it. Yeah, that's what that's one interesting thing in Boston. Here, it's like you either do. I don't even know the cat like the lifestyle category, you know. And for me, I'm more like documenting my actual just like whatever we're we're actually doing or you're either doing that in Boston or you're doing like the skits, you know, for sure. You're kind of one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, you're right. There's not too many, like, I almost look at myself as like a freelancer, like, you know, just capturing wherever, wherever the day takes us, you know, it's like what I implore you to do with the podcast and take my advice or don't take it. Who gives a fuck? What do I really know? But get people on here that, I mean, I guess you're doing that with me, but that aren't necessarily the largest social media following, but mm. people you really want to develop relationships with. Yeah. Because, bro, I still work with people I ran podcasts with five years ago. Yeah, right, right. And they'll always remember this. Totally. That, that That's I why lo- the Austin connection is great. Like, yeah, 100%. You're so right. And it's crazy. Like, the, the, the pod is interesting. I'm sure you had this. Like, it gets you in weird 
rooms that you would never ordinarily be able to get it, you know? It, it's um, the best networking tool of all time. Yeah, 100%. It's the best. 100%. Um, okay, let's plug you up. Let's make sure everyone knows sure. where can everyone find you online. When this movie comes out, where can they find the movie? And that might be TBD or feel free not to answer. You know, where, where can someone find the film once it does roll out? Sure. So, hi, everyone. <laughs> I like the camera almost as much as Kevin does. My name is Connor <laughs> Hallway. I am from Boston, Massachusetts, more specifically Lincoln, Massachusetts, and Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I'm a fucking bona fide hustler, brother. Yeah. Been at this for a long time. Yeah. I am currently producing and birthing my third movie, Conrad, The Last Defender. It's not some soft shit. It's not a horror or a drama. It's a dragons movie. I moved out to Hollywood, and I made one. Yes. I'm from your hometown, brother. Yes. And I did it. It will be finished in the next, as I was saying couple months i'm certainly going to do a big premiere in la and if i can raise enough bread i'm gonna come back here and do one in boston the support means the world i do not know when it's going to be online because we do have a movie star attached and we kind of got to lean on him the movie star is a boston legend oh and i'm newly single Oh! oh i did not see this going there let's go I, I look. I want what you have, bro. <laughs> I want to. I want to have a Boston power couple shorty, yes, bro. That's yes, that's what I want. Okay, this is okay. Let's. We could really. This would be a clip right here. I'm gonna send this to Mel tonight. Uh, please, Connor Hallway. Yes. S- stop me. Stop me when I get to the size. No. Done. <laughs> I'm fucking around. around. Oh my god. Do, <laughs> I relax. Do these. Wow. Newly single. Here we go. What do you look for in a woman? Drive. Got to match the drive. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to equally... Bro, I want what you have, Girl boss, yes, yes. You have like a partner. Right. I feel like you guys are working together. That's exactly right. And I want like a a Boston shorty who wants it as much as I do. Like, is Allie Raisman single for real? Wait, say that again? Is Allie Raisman single? Allie, who's that? Bro! Oh fuck. <laughs> Handsome Hurley, you know Allie Raisman. I'm aware, yeah. I was I was trying to ask her to be my date to the movie premiere here. Wait, is she from Boston? Bro, she's the Olympian, the Olympic gymnast. Okay, yes, yes. And anyway, I want I want to be a Boston power couple like Kevin and his wife. So if there's a a counterpart, yes, and you're out there, Shorty, here I'm waiting go. for you. Yeah, okay. This is how we find love. Mm-hmm. This is big. You got any ideas on your brain? Uh, for finding love? No, any uh, potential suitors. Ooh. There is some that we will talk about okay. off air for sure. I Indeed. will connect you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> How long are you in town for right now? Till the 29th. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. And if people want to donate, where can they donate to? Is there a link in your bio? Soon to be. That's actually a great question. Someone wants to make it rain all over your body. Shit, hit me, hit me in the DM. Again, I'm offering, e- I'm offering equity in the movie. Most filmmakers go. wouldn't say this publicly, but I'm just trying to secure this final bag so I can go do these two big premieres. Equity. Can you spell it? Value. E- <laughs> what other words you got for me, Kevin? What other business? ROI. Okay. EBITDA. Capital. Finance. Crowd funding. Three words. Angel investing. Boom. Three words. Entra, pra, newer. Boom. Another word. Well, 
three words, channel the mania. <sighs> channel the mania. You're, you and I are doing a great job of that. Yes. Two words, snake pit. Boom. Okay, you won. You won. <laughs> you win, brethren. You win. Here we go. Coming to a theater near you, Conrad the Last Defender. And potentially coming to defend those sheets in bed when he finds a lover. Someone that sucks the venom. Okay, anyway. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. My mom listens to the show, so good lord. 